with song you were just talking about, my life. I should have expected Twenty One Savage because the moment the beat dropped, all I thought about was a lot. Yeah, it does. In fact, when the song, in fact, when the song started, I started humming the words to a lot. How much money you got? Yeah, it sounds like, but it sounds just like it. It sounds like a lot part two. Yeah, the remix. It sounds just like the shit. So, so when Twenty One K more rap, I say, okay, this makes sense. Hey, hey, this your girl Sneaks, and you're tuned in to Max Say Less and Mike Navarro on Facts from the Lab. So, Max, listen, check this out. So, I would date my brother. Uh, called me, right? right. And he, he he pays more attention to Twitter than I do. I'm not on Twitter, right? And right. he told me something really funny that I'm honestly not shocked by, but it's still funny nonetheless. What did he say? One of the top trending things in the world in the past six days is Luigi. Wow! Oh, wow! <laughs> Luigi. I think I can see that. And he didn't, I didn't even ask him to explain why that is because I knew. Because of that one bar? One fucking line. I know every that was everybody's favorite line from this shit, but god damn. I feel like if anybody else said that line, I don't think it would have got as much attention. But this is I the mean, power that J. Cole has now. I mean, there was a lot of people that didn't like the line as well, so. Yeah, you know, yeah, well. I mean, that's a whole other avenue because you know J. Cole has his haters, you know, and we hope they're watching too. Some of them not going to like it this episode, but oh well. well that's, that's, that's what Facts from the Lab is about. We're not, we sometimes do episodes and give opinions that y'all sometimes don't like, but it is what it is. We're going to keep doing it. It's definitely more than sometimes. Yeah. I'm, I'm still hearing it about the cancel culture episode. Hey, but look, we're not getting into that, man. That That's done. It's in the past. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out. But anyway... This is episode 46, and we are back with our second ever album review for J. Cole's album, The Off Season. This your boy, Mike Navarro. It's your boy, Max A. Less. What you damning about? What you think? 46? I've been here too long. Yeah. Yeah, we're approaching 50. That 50 is creeping up. We're going to have something big for that. At the 50, 50, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Yeah, man. You always say that shit. I mean it, yo. One day it's going to happen, yo. I'm on my LeBron shit, bro. Taking my talents to South Beach. Alright, whatever, nigga. Whatever. So, yeah, like I said when I gave you guys the um the alert that we were gonna be doing this, we don't often do these album reviews. The last one we did was Big Sean's album Detroit, Detroit Two. Too. Yeah, from last year. Yeah. And we only do them if it's like a, a major album release or it's or if it's an album that got everybody talking and obviously this album has everybody fucking talking and yeah, culture was highly anticipated, like it's his shit is always highly anticipated. This happens every time J. Cole drops an album. It's like niggas act like niggas act like another stimmy was coming. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> I mean I, I mean I, I ain't mad at it, but I don't think I am not even sure if J. Cole realizes the power he has. Every time this man drops an album, it's like time stops. Hey, yo, facts. It, it, it's it's wild. Like it's like and we're so sure that the album is going to be good before he drops it and that's why everybody gets so fucking excited because yeah, he, he ain't going to drop nothing whack because i be seeing the memes though and it'd be like one second this is a classic like <laughs> yeah. it should be crazy but oh, yeah. i mean he's that, that great of an artist though you know he's that type of caliber artist to where as though you know cole is not going to disappoint 
Yeah, man. He like I just said, I, I don't think he truly realizes the power that he has right now in hip hop. Like for for him to be making this kind of music and and talking about what he's talking about and doing it in a in an era where this this style is just this 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 content is just not more appreciated like it was back in the day and he's being successful off of this is is I, I don't even know how to explain how he's doing this. It doesn't make any fucking sense at all. And the fact that this man album was number one in left in the world, not the country, the world in less than twenty four hours of its release is is, is nuts. Yeah, that, that shit's crazy. Um I think a lot of it has to do with the direction and the energy of this album. Cause like it was a bit different than his, you know, his recent release. Yeah, this this album, yeah, was a little bit. Um, there was a different energy. There was a different. It seemed to me like, not that he had something to prove, but he he. I felt like he was just trying to assert himself as to him being that nigga. I think this is the time now he's realizing, okay, I'm at this peak now. Now I'm about to show y'all what I can do on other niggas shit. So I'm gonna get on some different kind of beats because we're not used to him. There's a lot of high energy beats on here. I that, can see that. And that we're not, we weren't used to hearing him rap on, at least not since like what, his since sideline story, th these type of beats. Yeah, that so, was a whole different album. Yeah, that was, but what was that, 2011? Yeah, that was a while ago. So I, I guess he wanted to show, look, ain't, ain't shit changed. I can still do this shit. And he did it and did it in his way and made it sound better than the way these other niggas is doing it. Also, I feel like he had his ear to the streets. Like, I feel like he was addressing a lot of niggas in comment sections, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, like he was just really putting his foot in niggas' asses. He was like, all right, I've been a little too humble for, for I've been a little bit too humble for too long. So now I got to get on my shit and let you niggas know what I can do. You feel me? And the fact that he had Cameron doing the intro just really set the tone for the whole album. Like, it just brought that I'm that nigga energy. You feel me? Because mm -hmm. anybody that knows me know that I'm a huge Cameron fan. Yeah. And knows Cameron is known for that type of energy. Like, he's going to let you know that he's that nigga. You feel me? Yeah, and I think that's why he put Cameron on there. Because that, that's, that's a big cosign. Definitely. It's for Cameron to get on there and say, look, Cole is that nigga now. So y'all better get this nigga his, his props. You feel me? That, that's a huge cosign. Like, I think that whole song, that whole 95 South, which, you know, for the people that live on the East Coast, we all know about 95 South. That's the major highway running along the Atlantic. Yeah. But um, that whole song, I think it's just a, a old, I think, to the 2000s. Because you got Cameron on there. You got the Lil John, the East Side Boy shit at the end. And then it samples Jay-Z's You Don't Know. Yeah. So... I was so mad that Cam didn't rap. Yo. Yeah, I was too. And I then was I was too. upset that Jay wasn't a feature. Like, Jay is dropping all these features, you feel me? He's bringing all these bars. And I really thought that, you feel me, Jay or Cam was going to come through and do that thing. You feel me? So when I first heard Cam talk, I'm like, oh, shit. You yeah, feel me? I was, I was ready for Cam to rap. Yo, I was getting hyped. Yeah, yo, I said, yo, Cam about to kill it. I, can't I mean, but I had to settle for him talking to shit, you feel me? So that was that was good enough for me. Yeah. You feel me? So like Cam setting the tone and setting that energy for that album just was like, damn. Cole ain't playing with you niggas. Yeah, yeah. I mean I'm I'm glad you mentioned Jay-Z because I think he kinda took a Jay-Z approach to this album. Well at least a few of the songs, cause 
one thing Jay-Z's doing now in a lot of his newer music today is he's challenging these younger niggas to do better with their music or do better out in these streets and Facts. things like that. And that's what J. Cole was talking about on his album, challenging niggas like, look, instead of rapping about this, how about you rap about this? That's realer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think he's, him having, him having Jay-Z as a mentor for all these years is starting to show itself now. Yeah, I was just really surprised at all the features. Like, I thought we was gonna have a fourth album with no features going platinum. Know what I mean, so I think I think he passed that phase because it's like, all right, I put out three albums, no features, all platinum. Know what I mean? And um, I remember reading in an interview, he was like, he wanna, he don't wanna be known as, you feel me? When he gone, he don't wanna be known as the rapper that didn't work with folks. You feel me? And I was like, okay, all right, that makes sense. Yeah, but the features was actually cool. Like I like I like the features. Um, like I told you in a personal conversation, Twenty One is really growing on me. In my life, my life, yeah. Yeah, so like for him to to hear Twenty One step up his bars and to rap like that is like, oh shit, you feel me? It was yeah. amazing. Yeah, uh, and back back to what you were saying about the um about him not doing doing features like i think he he doesn't have to do that anymore he's pr he has he don't have to prove that anymore he's already proven that he can do albums with no features and sell so now he's gonna like from the moment i heard 95 self i knew we were going to get more features just from cameron being ordered i said okay he's probably gonna have features now so now i'm expecting to hear some niggas now with song you were just talking about my life i should have expected 21 savage because the moment the beat dropped all I thought about was a lot. Yeah. It does. In fact, when the song, in fact, when the song started, I started humming the words to a lot. How much money you got? Yeah, it sounds like, much, but it sounds just it sounds, like it. It sounds like a lot part two. For it's, real, yeah, the remix. It sounds just like the shit. So, I, so when Twenty One came on rap, I said, okay, this makes sense because this is right up his alley. But like I told you last week when we in, when we were in the car, I was like, I think Twenty One hanging with J Cole was starting to show because Twenty One, you can see the growth in his in his music. Oh yeah, and the way he raps, for sure. like. He doesn't sound like that nigga we heard in that trash ass double XL cipher. Hey, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, maybe if he just stayed with he, ciphers, he'll be okay for real. Yeah, he's grown so much from that shit. Like he he's he's become more easier to listen to now. And I think a lot of that is is Cole's mentorship. So that and that's just Cole playing that big brother role that he always talks about. You know, yeah. so that's 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 all right there. But that was a really good song and it does sample a Styles P classic called the life with feral march for the for the younger heads that don't know what that song is one of my favorites so yeah that was a good that was definitely a good song go ahead is it me or like he was really like punchline heavy in this album like more than usual yeah i think i think i feel like that was intentional too yeah like, I, I, mean, I think that one that was no accident i was like damn cool you really hitting them with you feel me them them punches i wasn't mad at it i was just like damn he said Krispy Kreme dreams and time my niggas want to kill 12. Like, Bro. <laughs> that's, that's, you're like, <laughs> I just paused the song and had to laugh because that's like. My man said, if I'm betting on myself, then I'm going to double down. Like, the confidence in that statement itself yeah. is just yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. Cole really wasn't playing with niggas, yo. Like, it sounded like he made this album with a vengeance. He was, he was like, all right, watch this. And he just put on his headphones and went in the booth and just, just went ham. Yeah, like he he did ha have that kind of mentality, and it's with a part of me doesn't understand. Like I said, I don't think Jake really has anything to prove to these niggas, but 
I don't know. I guess I guess he was just. I guess he just got all hyped up from reading, like you said, internet comments, n- niggas being trolls and all that shit. It's just, it's just not having anything to prove. It's just like sometimes you gotta let niggas know, be like, yeah, I may be a cool, laid back nigga, but this is what I'm capable of. You know, like I can do this, I can do that. You feel me? It's just a matter of me feeling like doing this or that. Like I can get comfortable enough to step out of my lane that I'm comfortable in, and I can still be that nigga. And like the crazy thing is, this nigga dropped the album and then joined a basketball league. Like, yeah, that, no, that's that's crazy. Yeah, like we we like that's not new because we've seen Master P was in the NBA and yeah, that that yeah. all that's happened before. But in, right after this, he dropped the album, though. No, yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's never <laughs> happened like this. Like, like, like he drops an album and then joins the basketball league. And at, what part of Africa was it? Uh, I forgot. Uh, I, I I can't even remember. Fuck. Um, I know the team name is the Patriots. I just yeah. can't remember the fucking the, which part of Africa it was. But um, whoever's on the live, maybe they know. Y'all can tell us. But um, yeah, that that that's crazy, man. It, he's just ch- changing the game in just so many different ways, and that that's just that's 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 amazing, man. I don't know how else to describe that shit. But um, yeah, that actually got me interested in what's to come. You know, as far as albums, because um, I know Lil Baby and Lil Dirt uh, pushed their albums back for DMX. It, okay, hold on. It's 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 Rwanda. Shout out to uh, S underscore Kimmy. She's watching. She just told us it's Rwanda. Okay, okay. So that's what it is. When, I'm sorry. What did you just say? Nah, I was just saying um, this album made me really, you know, excited for projects to come because it's like, you know, yeah, how other albums gonna match up to this one. You know? Yeah, this was definitely a, a, a tone setter for the summer, man. This is like I can only imagine like all the rappers wondering, like, oh, God damn, this nigga did this shit now, yo. Now, like, I'm supposed to drop my album next month, what bro? Meek Mill like, dropped some shit, bro. Yo, like, yo. <laughs> I mean, but man, going on with the rest of this album, man. So, applying pressure, I like the vibe of this song. I think a lot of people when I was watching some of the other album reviews on YouTube. A lot of people didn't like this song because they felt like it was too, like, the beat was too boom bapish or too 90s. And I'm like, what? Is that a bad thing? I don't think there is a such thing as too boom bapish. Yeah, like, I mean, didn't J. Cole start out that way? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of people fail to realize, like, 90s is where hip-hop got solidified. And that's when, you feel me, certain expectations has been honed. And, you know, it's been fine-tuned. So it's like... The 90s is just that period, like, where everything come full circle, you know? And, like, everything after the 90s is just, like, innovative ways to take hip-hop into different directions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not to mention, it's obvious that J. Cole is influenced from the legends of the 90s. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, so, he talk about it all the time. Pop, yeah. Nas. Yeah, when, yeah, speaking of Nas, I could definitely picture Nas on that song, too, Applying Pressure. That sounds like... Of course you could. Speed. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I was thinking about listening to. Yeah. Like, Damn, he should put Nas on this. I, I could picture that. There's a lot of songs like, like, like you mentioned Jay on '95 Self. I could have pictured that. Then this the song. Um, I think it's close. Cause close. Yeah, I could picture Kanye on that song. Cause that sound that song gave me Kanye vibes. I don't know why. Maybe it was those. Maybe it was the choir vocals on it. Cause that, that's like that's old Kanye. Kind yeah, drop that's out Kanye. Yeah, that's Kanye sound yeah, right that, that was definitely Kanye influence. That's why I was like, damn, he would have been good on this song. But um, 
Yeah, man, that that's always been Cole's influence throughout his music. So I don't know how people can get so taken back by that, you know. Yeah. I don't think there's a bad song on this album. Like this whole album, I could play it frontwards and backwards without skipping. Yeah, I mean, I, I there's songs that I may like least like, but there's no song that I will. Yeah, like, I say, damn, this is fucking trash. I like I mean, like you know, that's every good album. You feel me? You're gonna have songs that you gravitate to more, but like. You can still play it frontwards and backwards with no skipping. So, right. I mean, shout out to Cole for that, man. Yeah. And like then there's this song, um, Hundred Mill. Like when I heard the beat for that drop, I knew somebody had to be on this song. But it's only Baz that's on the song. He does the um R&B vocals that you hear on there. And I'm mad that song is so short. Like that's only like a two minute two minute song, I think. He did that on purpose. Yeah, because it was it was so it was real trap heavy and and real. You know, hella bass and shit. That's what niggas like now. So I'm figured most niggas that don't really like the type of shit that Cole make could be because it's so air quote boring or laid back. They probably like that shit because of that beat. And, yeah, man, and, I, and I bet you he made that shit short intentionally. Bro, he was turned up throughout the whole album. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't no laid backness. It was just yeah, it wasn't constant go. So like, well, it was really, no, I mean, let go of my hand was kind of laid back. Oh, when he, he was talking about the fight with Diddy. Yeah, and talking about his son and everything. Yeah, yeah he did. That was. Yeah, he had a story to tell on that one, so that's why that one was a little laid back. That but shit was. Rest, that shit was interesting, bro. Like, yeah, because we never did get the full details of that altercation, yeah. and then once this album came out and that song, and where everybody heard this song, that's when I started seeing stories pop up of everybody breaking down what happened. It, it involved Kendrick and Diddy being drunk and J, J. Cole having an intervene. And <laughs> Diddy's always tied up in some shit, man. That nigga just trouble, bro. Diddy always but, doing he, shit, bro. Like, god damn. But um, this says he's credited as vocals. Bro, you ever notice that Diddy song? Yeah. Wow. You ever notice that Diddy and Devil have the same amount of letters? No, but it's. It, it, <laughs> hey, I mean, I, I ain't. Hey, look, I don't. I ain't. I ain't. I ain't a conspiracist, but I'm just saying. Look, I don't make this shit up, bro. It's. It's literally right there. You can spell it out and count it. What's that old saying? If it walks like a duck, talks like a duck. <laughs> it's a motherfucking duck. Bro, I'm not about to spend no more time on Diddy, bro. Yeah, but yeah, we gonna move on with that. But um, yeah, let, yeah, but that song, yeah, let, let go of my hand. That was cool, and that gave me um, that gave me '90s vibes too a little bit because it had a bit of a tribe called Quest kind of feel with yeah. that with that that's that slow shit. Yeah, that real like uh, Afrocentric type feel. And is it me or did he sound a little bit like Andre 3000 on some of them bars? Mm. I, I felt a little bit of it. I didn't really get that. I, I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. I don't know. We want to listen to it again because I, I felt a little Andre yeah, I might have been in that one too. Because I didn't really get that. I got. I don't know. I just when he was talking about his son, I kind of got. Um, and I also got a little bit of a Biggie feel on on applying pressure back to that song in the beginning part of it. Bro, what I'm about to say, you gonna you'll never guess. What type of feel I got from that song? It's Biggie's birthday, by the way. Happy birthday to Biggie! Oh yeah, he would have been forty nine today. Yeah, but well, um, go ahead. I kind of got Will Smith vibes when he was talking about his son, because you know, Will Smith got a song called "The Two of Us," mm-hmm. and so like when he was rapping about his son, you feel me? It just kind of gave me Will Smith vibes from when he was talking about his kid on that song. So I never heard that song actually. So what does it sound the same? It's a great. It, it it doesn't sound the same, but it will give you the same vibe. Like if you listen to that song, you'll be like, oh, okay, I can see that. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I know, you know, everybody tends to talk about their kids on their record and how they want to raise them and what, you know, all that stuff. But I was just so surprised because he's so, you know, private about his private life. So, like, yeah. I forgot that he had kids. Right, right. You know? Yeah. I mean, it is just a good song overall. If you guys are tuned in on the live, feel free to chime in. Whatever opinions y'all got about the album. Yeah, man. I'll... I'll Get to it and, you know, see what y'all talking about. We'll, we'll mention it on air. Yeah, shout, right. out to, uh, shout out to Malik, man, watching the live right now on Facebook. All right. So, um, how'd you, what did you think of um, Pride is the Devil? Because this was an interesting song for a couple reasons. Uh, I think the message was conveyed well because, I mean, he was speaking a lot of truth in that song. Like... <laughs> He was basically saying, now nah, I mean that pride is what's killing a whole lot of niggas for real, for real. But it wasn't like I don't know. I got I kind of got him defending it, defending pride, and like preaching on it at the same time. Like it's kind of weird, but that's kind of how I interpret it. If you get what I'm saying. Um, no, you might have to elaborate on that. <laughs> you might have to elaborate on that shit. It's like at least for the viewers. Damn, man, I got. I had to listen to it again because it's like it makes sense in my head. I'm trying to figure out the right words. Like he was basically saying, you feel me, how pride can fuck niggas up, but you feel me at the same time, pride can kind of come in handy. Kinda. So do you think he was giving the the goods and the bads of pride? Yeah, basically. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. I mean, but. Yeah, yeah, pride. I think is uh, it, it's a seven deadly sin, and and it, it's definitely corrupted a lot of the younger rappers. Like, and this goes back to the whole theme to the KOD album, try, talking to the, all the young rappers, doing oh, yeah, the drugs and everything. And shit. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's what this goes back to. Him still talking to these niggas, saying, "Look, y'all and y'all pride get the best of y'all, and it's letting y'all do out of control shit, shit y'all wouldn't normally do." And I, I think about people like Six Nine. You know, and and that people that just hard headed and just let their pride dictate their every move. Yeah, and, and that's and that's pretty much what that's about. And I think that's why he put little baby on there too, because he's part of that generation. It's funny so, you say that because now I mean, little Reese just got out the hospital, and then he was just talking all this tough talk, like, "Bro, you just survived. You feel me getting shot?" Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's how they are. Yo, like, these little niggas is hard headed. Yo, like you. Even surviving the shot, they back out, making back on Instagram Live, talking shit, waving guns at the camera, saying like it, they just. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. They, they and that's why Cole make this this type of music because he cares, yo. And yeah. He's trying to, you feel me? He's trying to like guide the youth into a better direction, but nah, I mean, they're gonna hear what they want to hear and they're gonna do what they want to do. So yeah, and it seems like none of the none of the other rappers his age are even trying to do the same thing or not like the way he's doing it. Like he, he's literally he like I said, it goes back to that that big brother role. He's trying his best to do that with these with these little niggas, and it's just a matter of, of them just fucking listening. Yeah, cause like um, on his second album, Born Center, you can kind of you can hear his conscious click. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And like you can kind of foresee him taking that role. Because, like, Born Center sounds way different than uh, Sideline Story. Yeah. yeah and it's oh, like, yeah, definitely. 
you can see the beginning of him progressing into that role. Know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's. I'm, I'm telling you, man. He he's found like I just mentioned. He he's following that Jay Z path, man. He he's trying to he's trying to be a a teacher, a a leader, a role model. He he's he's trying to guide these little niggas, man. And I I I just, I just don't see nobody else doing it the way he is and within that age range. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to Ty for joining the live. What's up, bro? All right. And like and again and going back again to applying pressure when he was challenging them like look y'all keep rapping about the shit y'all don't got the all these cars and all and yachts and all this money oh, yeah. rap about what y'all don't have nigga with rap about being a broke rapper that's more real <laughs> like I, I that's that that line makes me chuckle why why is that huh why is that because when rappers are starting out and they don't have a deal. You feel me? They rap about all these luxurious things that they don't have. They do. They do. And they it's do. like, bro, you're painting a false image. You mm -hmm. feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, I can understand dreaming big, but damn. You feel me? Sprinkle a little truth in there somewhere. Yeah, like, they, that's... that's so I'm y'all doing too much flaunting, and a lot of y'all lying. Yeah, so I feel like that's what Cole was talking about. You feel me? I feel like he was talking about rappers just starting out. And how they rap about, you feel me, all these boats and helicopters and... All these bitches they got, and they be not having it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and and that shit, and that shit that I don't be feeling. That's I, it's hard to relate to rappers that rap about shit that I know nothing about. I don't have no fucking helicopters. I don't have no fucking you know no fucking Range Rovers and all these cars in the front yard but and you shit. Listen to Benny though. I mean, yeah, yeah, I but mean, Benny, but Benny rap about the drug game. You know yeah, that, that's different. That, I, I, he I got like that. The, he got he got a luxurious type of rap though. You yeah, feel me? but I mean, but he still rap about the street life though. He ain't all, constantly bragging, 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 and throwing it in your face. Now, granted, back in the day, I I know that's how Cash Money started. Yeah. Cause when they first came out and they came right out the gate rapping about all the money they got and shit, I know it was it was a little different then, but nobody was doing it then before they came out. But that was a different time. I mean, when they were rapping about it, they was established. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's like man, like. You got niggas as young as 17, 18 talking about, I got this many cars, my house this big. No, you don't, nigga. Like, you you ain't, you ain't sold a record yet. Like, like yeah, bro, this is your bro. first project, and you talking about, <laughs> I got a mansion this big. Like, bro, we don't believe you. You need more people. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or, like, just, just make shit that's relatable. Nobody's go. Well, I can't relate to this shit, man. You're just talking nonsense. This is, this is why J. Cole is as loved as he is, because he's talking about shit that niggas can relate to even if we know he's not really broke we know he ain't broke we know cole has money but he still understands that his listeners are not in the same boat with him when it comes to that so he gotta make shit that they can relate to man my man it's, cole got a box of ooze and noodles in the crib right now yeah that's why he always <laughs> like y'all see how he's always dressed like he's homeless you you do you do y'all notice that that's what rich white people do they wear regular ass Clothes and shit, they don't even look like they're rich. Look at the shit Bill I mean, Gates and them be wearing. Look at how fucking. He is part white. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> but, like, look, they don't ever wear, wear expensive big names, Gucci and, and, and Fendi and all this stupid shit. They don't wear none of that shit. They wear shit from Walmart and Target. <laughs> and they don't even look like they worth hey, millions. Sorry, you got some dope shit. They do, they do. But, no, but what I'm saying is, like, yo, you don't have to flaunt that shit, yo. Like, you, you gotta be able to let 
allow your peers to be, I mean, your peers and your audience to relate to you. And Cole understands that, I think, more than anybody right now. Yeah. It's so it seems. Yeah, he does. So, um, what else is on here? So, the the interlude, that was the track that he released early, like a week before, mm-hmm. which was, which, that, that was cool for what it was. And I think it was in a good spot on the album, which, it, it's so funny because, let me see, hold on, I'm about to be wrong here. Oh, no, never mind. Never mind. I was about to say, I don't know the interlude ain't longer than 100 mil, but it's not. It's not, because <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah, yeah. No, but no, I, I did like that one, that song, even though he's doing like a ton of singing on it, but it's an interlude. The man trying to get his uh, his harmonizing on, man. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I ain't mad at it. I mean, I'm sure he understands. He was doing that on K- uh, KOD. Yeah, I know, I know. He's doing it for a long time. Yeah. Actually, yeah, but I mean, I'm sure he understands he's not the, the best singer in the world, but he was doing that under his alias Kill Edward. Kill Edward, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Like everybody, everybody, everybody's got aliases now. Everybody's got got gimmicks. All this shit. I'm about to give me one. What's your, what's your gimmick, yo? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of it on the spot, yo. Let me AO chill. Yo, don't call me. I don't air like that, bro. All right, all right, whatever, whatever. Damn. Moving on. Okay, so what do y'all see everyone here? You had the climb back. Okay, that came out last year. We all we already knew about that song. Like he dropped that. With um, Lion King on Ice, which I don't understand why that's not on here. They both still hard songs. Yeah, yeah, he didn't put that that one on there. Or maybe he's saving saving that one for the fall off. That's supposed to come out, at, I guess, later this year. Could I, don't, be. I, don't, I don't know, but I'm definitely interested in hitting the fall off. Yeah, yeah, God, I, yeah. How the fuck? What, what is he gonna do with that? How how the fuck is he gonna follow this? I feel like he got that shit done. He just waiting for the right time to release that. And shit. will it sound like this at all? Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I, I mean Only that's a, yeah that's gonna be it's a classic though <laughs> what <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing at that because there's a funny ass YouTube video right now hey, and I I'm, I think his name is um uh, I think it's RDC World One if you look that up on YouTube there is a funny ass video of him like of him making fun of like J Cole fans and how they reacted to hearing this album. And he ta- he kept saying it's a classic, it's a classic, it's a classic. And it was just funny as shit. Y'all gotta watch it. Um, but and then this album, okay, so it ends with Hunger on Hillside. And this was, man, this album started great and ended great. Like yeah, this, he was, that song at the end, he Hunger was passing the whole album, man. Like it's like Hunger Hillside. He he started off like comedy rap, but then the second verse he just went off, and that was like. I just like that transition. And then there was the line. If you saw, I made, I made a Facebook post about it where he said, um, what, how, how to start off. Cause he said, cause you lift, lift and weight something. Congratulations. Cause you build something. You take it on a box of lessons, but you still pussy and all that. And the first person I thought of was Logan Paul. <laughs> that's why I posted that lyric and took the Logan Paul's picture with it. Cause that's the immediate person I thought about like, God damn now it's now he's rapping about shit. That's fucking relevant in, in pop culture right now. And it didn't mean hey, yo, and, d- disclaimer. And, we're not suggesting there's beef between J Cole and Paul. Oh, hell no, but I'm sure, I'm sure everybody else feels the same way. Yeah, I know. I just want to put that out there. I don't be. want people to be like, well, they said on Facts on the Lab. Nah, B, we were just, you know, saying what was similar. And, yeah, you know, we're yeah. lined up in the universe. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's just that's just timing, I think. But, but yeah, it, that's a that's a great way to end the album. I love, I love that beat. Um, who did that? Well, 
Boy Wonder. Okay, so Boy Wonder did that production. Yo, shout out to Boy Wonder, man. Oh, so wait, so Timberland had his hand in the production of Amari. I did not know that. Yeah. That's that's interesting. You can kind of hear it sound a little bit. I I didn't hear that. I, that's that's interesting. I would I would have never ever guessed that. But yeah, the producers outside of Cole himself did some work. D, DJ Dahi, who who did uh, what is this? Let go of my hand and Tay Beast, who did Punching the Clock. Jake One, who did My Life, Boy and Boy Wonder. Okay, so Boy Wonder did the the first and last track. Okay. So yeah, he he definitely gotta get some flowers for this shit. Started off hot, ended off hot. Definitely, you know? yeah, he got he got he gotta get some kind of recognition for this shit. Definitely, but yeah, there was a lot of, like I mentioned, there was definitely a lot of influences from various artists and and eras and different avenues that he just pulled from and put it towards this album, and, and you could just hear it all throughout. Like, it, like Cole Cole really, he's another one of those rappers that really bigs up to the people that came before him. Like he understands the like the foundation they laid down, and he and he really salutes them, and I can respect that. Definitely, like every time he puts a project out, you can definitely hear you know his love and passion for hip hop, and you can tell that he does this you know not for the money, but simply for the fact that hip hop is a passion of his and basketball. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I was just reading. Um, uh, S underscore Kimmy. She says Partisan Fontaine is relatable. I don't listen to much Partisan Fontaine. I don't, I don't know any of, of his songs outside of what the radio plays. So I can't really agree or disagree with that. I think I heard like one or two songs. Yes, I, I mean, I guess I'll just take your word for it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I can't really. I don't, I don't know. I Ask her to recommend some songs. Yeah, yeah. Rec recommend. Can you recommend something to us that we can listen to to probably, you know, See, see if you're telling the truth about that shit. <laughs> I got. I don't really know. I can't. I can't agree or disagree. We don't doubt you. We just want to verify. That yeah, song. pretty much. Pretty much. But um, overall, man, like this is a a, a twelve track album. Which y'all y'all know how I am. I do not fucking like long albums. This is twelve tracks. I was able to listen to this three times in one day. Up to now, I've listened to it maybe ten times. You can't do that with albums. That's 15 tracks or more 16 17 tracks can't can't do that with everything all right yeah okay um you can't do that with these longer albums i i hate super long albums because when you got small albums like this one right here there's not a lot of room to make a mistake like you are going to guarantee to at least get out of 12 songs at least 11 are going to be dope and the last one might be average yeah. but you you make but you make a song an album that's 20 fucking tracks it's guaranteed to be some trash it's gonna be guaranteed to be some whack shit within those 20 tracks and that's why and that's how i felt when we did the big charm review like dog like I, I can't do these long albums so thank you cole for making this short to the point and easy to listen to and review because this was a great listening experience definitely man definitely help us uh be able to keep this review nice and short and to the point uh like Mike said, "Long ass albums calls for longer reviews." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, that's another uh, thing. <laughs> and uh, long reviews calls for long episodes. So yeah, man, we, we gotta do long reviews. It takes longer for us to get the episode out. So hell yeah, we don't want that shit, man. Thanks. Yeah, we got too much going on right now. We ain't trying to do no long episodes Thanks. on just album reviews, man. But 
like we mentioned, man, this is definitely going to, this is definitely a, a, a fucking bar setter for the rest of the year, man. Like, up to this point, I think the only album that I've enjoyed this year was uh, Conway the Machine's album, La Machina, which if you haven't listened to that, check that out for all my Griselda fans. But um, up up to this point, that was my favorite album of the year so far, but I, I think it's this now. Album of the year? I don't want to say that just yet because <laughs> there's still a lot of year left. We're all, it's only May. I don't want to say that just yet. But as oh, yeah, right DMX now, up next. Yeah, yeah, DMX's album is, is coming next week, and that's got a lot of features. I definitely want to hear that. But as of right now, I, I just don't know, bro. Like, somebody's going to have to come with some crazy shit that, that they probably... I don't know. I think a lot of rappers are taking notice to this. I think there's probably niggas yeah, right now... Man. It's niggas in the studio right now probably changing up some shit on their album knowing that they gotta compete with this now. And knowing the fact that Cole's probably about to drop another album towards the end of the year. So it's like, what the fuck? Like, why is this nigga, why is this nigga doing this shit? You mean the way Pusha team major? No, man. Oh, man, please don't go there. Please don't go there because you know, you know those niggas are listening to this too. And we know who those niggas are, air quotes. Damn I, niggas. I caught myself, yo. Doing better, yo. I'm trying to be better in 2020. We ain't gonna mention his name on this episode, but yeah, them niggas. Yo. We ain't gonna we ain't gonna I caught myself. <laughs> That's all that matters, man. Progression. Baby steps. We'll save that for another episode. We ain't gonna address them. But um yeah, man, we'll see how we'll follow up. You know, if Kendrick drops out of nowhere, that might be the one thing that can compete with this. Possibly. He's way too quiet right now. Possibly. He, he's way too quiet. I, I really think he's cooking up something. But we'll, we shall see. But He'll right drop now, a single in like a week or two. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, but right now, man, it is going to be hard to compete with this shit. I'm just going to wait and see what else we get from this point on for the rest of 2021. But with that said, we're going to give this a final grade now. Max, you go first. Uh, It's a 10 out of 10 for me, man. Um. I like the fact that it wasn't lengthy. Um, I like the fact that it did what it was supposed to do in the amount of songs that it was that was on this project. I like the fact that I could play it forwards and backwards. The fact that um, the features are from artists that I don't listen to on a regular, but they are really dope to me. Mm-hmm. says a lot. Um, the production was great. The uh, concept of the album was cool. And it got cam on it. So it's definitely a 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah. It's so crazy because like, you were the first person I thought about when I heard Cam. Like, yo, aside <laughs> from the fact of me getting hyped, thinking that he's about to rap, I said, yo, I know Max going to be like, yo. Yo, when I heard that <laughs> shit, I'm like, oh, shit. I wasn't expecting that. Yo, that was crazy. Because, like, Cam and J. Cool. Yeah, like, Cam and J. Cole was, like, the oddest combination. Like, yeah, that, yeah. I, 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 you was definitely the first person I thought about. But, um, I'm giving it a 9.5 out of 10 because my issues with it are, are very, very minor. Like, I think there were some missed opportunities as far as um, features because I think he definitely could have got some of the older guys on these tracks. He could have definitely used Jay, could have used Nas. Kanye, I don't know. I don't know what Kanye's on right now. I don't, that might have been a long shot. But um, he could he could have gave some more um, Dreamville niggas some more shine. I see he has Baz on here. But um, I could, I could, I think, I think a uh, Jid would have sounded nice on a hundred mil. Yeah. Yeah, or something like that. But yeah, I think there was some missed opportunities there, and the fact that he didn't put Lion King on Ice on here, I, that would have fit on this album. But then again, like I said, that could be on the fall off. I, I don't know. So 
I'm just going to assume that that's, that's what that is. But that's really the only issues I got. There's really not many, like, major issues I have with this album. They're all small things, but 9.5 out of 10 is my final grade for the off season. I can live with that. Yeah. Yeah, and listen, um, go, look, man, you, you, <sighs> I mean, I don't know if he fully understands, but I think he understands what he's doing to hip hop right now. And I, and he reading and he reading and watching, man. He yeah. Knows. He, he, he knows, man. Like this is, this is shit. He, he keeps stopping the world in his tracks every time he drops one of these albums. And it's like, no, no, nobody in rap has this effect on, on the game right now. And it's, it's nuts. And just, just n- never stop, never stop the pace that you, or stop what you're doing as far as, the music you're making, how you're delivering it, and the messages that you're trying to send to the to the younger artists and the younger fan base, more importantly, because I mean, you can you can reach out to the artists all you want, they but it's their fans that's going to really because they're the ones that that really ain't feeling cold. They they're the ones that's got issues with them. So cold just keep staying on that pace. This man. Like if they, he this is already a Hall of Fame resume. He only has six albums. Yeah. I I, I don't I'm, at this point. What, what else can he do? What, what the fuck else can he do to prove his status? I mean, I, I, not much left for I, real. For real. Yeah. I, I literally literally don't know what, what's left. Uh, has he won a Grammy yet? I, I mean, I think I, so. I mean, all, only thing he can do now is just go down it. And then that was just that was just that's the nail in the coffin right there. Yeah. That, that'd be it. Like you, you had like to put solid, them with, that solidify cool in the Greeks. Yeah, you you had to put them up there with with the eighties niggas, the nineties. That like, you'd have to at that point because oh, yeah. to do that in this era of hip hop is is that's, that's unheard of. That's crazy. But definitely, if you and if look, even if you got your issues with cold, which I know some of y'all do. You know, you you, you haters, they are some people that, that for some reason they only show up when he drops albums <laughs> they don't say nothing else about Cole until it nigga drops right oh, oh J. Cole's so boring his beats is boring I'm gonna go to sleep <laughs> it's they say the same shit every that time that ridiculous yo like, they really see. don't have nothing else to say about him but that uh, it's crazy look I don't see how Cole's boring but whatever yeah it, it, it's, it's cause most of them are just used to turn up hype music that's loud and shit and when they get this kind of shit it's like oh no I don't want this but you gotta expand man expand yeah horizons. exactly get some, need variety you can't keep listening to the same kind of shit every day you know what I'm saying I like the loud turn up stuff too sometimes but I need variety I need d- different shit for different days moods yeah, you know man. yeah that's, that's, that's you why know I got that? different playlists exactly exactly so yeah, if you and if you haven't heard the album yet, I don't, I don't know what the hell you're doing with yourself. It's been a week since it's been out. Yeah, go fucking listen to it. Like I said, it's 12 tracks. It's it's 40 minutes total. Just l- listen to it, and you know, hit us up. Give us some feedback. What did y'all think of the album? What would you rate it? And what we what did you like about it? What were your issues with it? And all that good stuff. Hey man, hit us up on IG and let us know your opinion about this album. Definitely. Definitely, and we look forward to whatever Jermaine is going to cook up next. Yeah. And with that said, oh, first of all, thank you for everybody that, you know, got on the live with me and interacted. 
Oh yeah, shout out to everybody that was on the live on Facebook as well. Yeah, Facebook. We was on Facebook and Instagram, both live. So thank you to everybody that interacted and watched with us. Episode forty six, J. Cole, the off season review. We're going to now bring this to a close. Krispy Kremes for everybody. This is your boy Mike Navarro. It's your boy Max Seamless. And we out of here, man. Peace. Wait on my turn like grains of sand inside the hourglass. Mainly concerned back in the day with how long I would last. Make a few thousand dollars stack with every hour pass. I catch you playing inside my lane and I'ma foul your ass. Put the whole game on top my back, don't need no chiropractic. They calling me young PWC, I got my power back. Ain't fucking around.